What's your favorite kind of, like, British candy? I don't know what is British. I have no idea. I'm asking because I was thinking about Narnia when the kid, like, gets in the white witch's carriage and he's like, oh, shit, Turkish Delight. What is Turkish Delight? Turkish Delight is, like, a a semi-gelatin kind of candy, I think. Oh, I don't know. It's not. It's never been my thing. I'm more of a toffee guy. Okay, fair. Welcome back to Toffee Prince. <laughs> I was about to say it too. Ooh, ooh. Welcome <laughs> to Toffee Prince. <laughs> wow. Um. All right. So episode six was very good, uh, and we left off on Hangul uh, pulling Unchan up, being like. Let me give you a hug, because I might be gay. Yeah, he's like, fine, just give me a hug. It's fine, I'm your boss. I order you to give me a hug. (laughs) Yeah, it was really like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Anyway, but that's what our freeze frame was, so... um, Oh, and we did, we had that little, like, Unchan had the little speech that was like, oh, if only you didn't hug me. Yeah. Yeah, the feeling. The really dramatic, just, like, white text, black background. Yes. So, uh, as far as that goes, what do you think is going to happen in episode seven, Jaren? Uh... I believe that whatever happened at the end of the last episode is going to be hand-waved away. <laughs> yeah. And then we're just going to immediately going to get into another, like, tangential plot line. Oh. Uh, probably something involving uh, CB. Okay. I feel like CB and Sungi haven't had, like, a character moment yet together. That's right. And we did have a little bit of sprinkling of uh, oh, yeah. Sungi's, uh whatever. So I hope the show just transitions into like he's trying to find his mom and that's why he's in Korea. Oh. And we get a full 50 minutes of that and then like 5 minutes of Hansung and Yuju and 5 minutes of Hangyul and Unchan. All right. I uh, can I can I make a, an amendment? Okay. Can I say we get like a cool 8 minutes of Hangyul Unchan <laughs> and like a 2 minutes of Hansung? You're absolutely right. <laughs> 9 minutes of Hangyul <laughs> and Unchan. And a minute of Hansung and Yuji. Really one minute for every age and the age difference between <laughs> There's only 50 minutes in like an episode. We, yeah, that's right. We, we can't, can't have like a 67 minute episode. We could. <laughs> we wanted to. All right. Yeah. I, that sounds good. I'm on board. I'm on board too. Yeah. All right. We're going to go watch it. B- BRB. <laughs> Should I leave an away message? No. Nobody in the 21st century knows what that is. <laughs> Some of these people are, I don't know, not 12. Yeah, our demographic, actually, according to our, our servers. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. big with the 65 and up crowd. That's right. All retirees do now is watch K-drama. Yeah, that's right. The the demographics that we, in fact, do have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading them right now. So many charts. Wow, wow, look, there's this chart says that uh, we're doing good. <laughs> Thanks. We'll put it on the fridge. Oh, good. Okay, we'll be back. Stay tuned. (laughs) Hello, I am Kara, and I am into rom-coms. Hello, I am Jaren, and I am into the hairstyles of the late 80s. Ooh, but you know what we're both into? Hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... Just Just Kiss Kiss Already. Already. Hey everyone, we're back. We watched it. Uh, Before we get into it, I have just been informed... We were, we were, you know, reviewing uh, the prediction that was made to uh, just refresh our memory, and Jaren informed me that he doesn't know what AIM Instant Messenger is. <laughs> oh. I'm shocked. <laughs> you didn't have one? No, we had, like, a, an old Microsoft computer, but I just used it to play, like, Microsoft Pinball. So if I made the sound to you, 
that wouldn't mean anything to you? That I can, in fact, testify that that does not mean <laughs> anything. <laughs> Alright, so there will be no no cool fun away messages with 50 tildies in them. There will be no... <laughs> I, I'm trying to, like, say all these things, but you don't know what they are. <laughs> I don't no. know what to do with myself. I, I, I legit asked after we stopped recording, like, oh yeah, an away message is your, your voicemail or something, right? <laughs> I... Um... It's, it's, I mean, I guess good on you that you don't have, like, a dark past where you have, like, an old username that you have to, like, try and forget existed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, on, on, like, AIM. Uh-huh. Mine was Kitty Queen 0421 Ooh. I wanted it to be something more, like, cool and, like, dark and, and whatnot, because I was, like, I remember I made it, my dad was making the account for me, and he was, like, I, he was, like, what do you want it to be? And I was, like, something, like, darkness witch princess and he was like no and i was Aww. like okay and he was like something else and i was like i like cats kitty queen <laughs> and he was like that's acceptable oh man <laughs> little did he know you could change it it wasn't that big of a deal oh yeah i changed it like three times uh i only like capitalized and then like not capitalized the letters well good because i'm if you i'm glad you changed it because now you might have people from the show Trying to contact you on AIM. That's right. You just gave your username out without even thinking. Oh gosh, what am I gonna do? <laughs> They're gonna find me. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna give you like a little message alert, and then it's gonna get your away message, whatever that was. Yeah, I. It's probably I don't even know. I can't even think of what like what kid me. Here's there's a colon number three and <laughs> probably like a raw. I don't know. <laughs> Coffee Prince. Anyway, yes, we are back. We watched the episode. We did it. Um, unfortunately, there is not only one minute of Yuju and Hansung. There is much more of them. It was kind of close, though. Yeah, that's true. This was like the lightest episode we've had of them in a while. There was. It was less them interacting with each other and more them interacting with other people. Oh yeah, which was time. kind of good to see. Just just to get that perspective. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we, we cut back and we, we get the nice little build up to the hug. We get mm -hmm. the come with me up the stairs. I'm your boss, uh, which is cool and great. Uh, <laughs> that, this, uh, this hug sequence in the very beginning is where we get the alternate title for today's episode. Really? Right which, off the bat? Right off the bat. I was looking for something better to come along, but it never really did. Okay, fair. So the alternate title for this episode is the five point palm exploding heart technique. No. Because ah. the big hug happens. Uh, Hangul's eyes are open during this, and then Unchan slowly like closes her eyes and puts the hand on his back. Yes. And yes. then he walks away and he's like, "Woo, that was nothing, fine." And then he takes his five steps and his heart literally explodes yeah. while he's in the hallway. For a second, they make it think they make it seem like uh, we're just gonna write it off. Like mm -hmm. he's gonna be like, "Oh, I don't feel anything," and we're gonna continue on with our slow discovery of feelings yeah, yeah. but no he felt something he just didn't want to let anyone know yeah Ooh. so this episode gets into some stuff tell ya yeah what i just want to know your opinion on the whole eyes open versus eyes closed hug um what when you say my opinion do you mean my professional opinion or my personal opinion? well we'll go into both <laughs> okay. but just as a preface because i don't want you to have to speak out without knowing where the audience is standing on this okay. i'm very much like hey if i'm hugging someone close your eyes it's yes. like hey nice hug fair yeah if your eyes are open during a hug it's super weird okay because if there's people around you're just making eye contact with somebody who's like not currently wrapped around you mm -hmm. and it's just 
Like, he looks weird when it's happening, because his eyes are just kind of bugging out. Yeah. And then Jamie Miles like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. It's like an inequity. Like, you want... Okay. It, you know, it would be fine if they both had their eyes open. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about sameness, I think. Yeah. So, that being said... Uh, so, personal opinion, I agree with you. Uh, I, I'm very... Yeah, if I hug someone, I feel like I close my eyes. It's just kind of like a nice little, like, it's warm, and you just kind of want to, like... I don't know. I feel like it just feels natural. Yeah. Um, my professional opinion, as somebody who has watched many, many rom-coms many, many times, uh, is that the eyes closed always seems to kind of, like, signify that somebody is accepting those feelings. Yes. That's just kind of like... So I feel like when I watched it, I read it very much as like... And this episode kind of it, it touches on that a lot, where we have Han Gil, who is very, like, doesn't really want to accept these feelings he's having, is very doubtful mm-hmm. of them, is very confused by them, and is struggling with them a lot, versus Unchan, who has kind of, like, wholeheartedly accepted them. Yes. And is like, you know what? Yeah, I like this dude. I'm glad you mentioned that, because we'll mention it much later in the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I definitely agree with, like, eyes open is, like, you're anchoring yourself in the real world, and yes. this is just, like, happening to you. Yeah. But you close your eyes, it's like you're along for the ride. Uh-huh. Like, because it's just, he's lost in, like, the, the sensation when you close your eyes. It's yeah. Like, oh. Very oh, nice. Right. Ooh. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so we have this hug, and Han Gil kind of tries to be like, eh, whatever, but then he steps away, and his heart obviously disagrees. Yeah. As does the romantic music that played during the hug. Freaking <laughs> listen, Han Gil. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, oh, I literally wrote, uh, uh, haha, cool, I'm not gay, and meanwhile, uh, Unchan is like falling over with her weak knees. No, like, I wrote, like, she legitimately looks like she just got punched in the yeah. face. Like, she's kind of dazed. Also, uh, I real I got jealous that you got to give a professional opinion. Oh, do you so want to give your professional? I would opinion? like to give my professional. I'm opinion. so sorry. I, no, the floor is open. I just have it. Just occurred to me. Okay. Because <laughs> you're super into rom coms, but yes. I'm super into horror movies. Yeah. So yes. So my professional horror movie opinion is you should always hug with your <laughs> eyes open. Because <laughs> otherwise. Enough. You're leaving yeah, yourself vulnerable. That's true. I guess that that vulnerability is really the, the oh, yeah. tying factor. Uh, little did we know, horror movies and rom coms have so much in common. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so he he's lying to himself, or he lied to Unchan, and he's lying to himself a little bit. So oh, big um, time. There's so much denial. Yes. That like you could build a pyramid in this episode. Yeah. Wait, what? Because it's denial. Uh. <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't, I don't know what that has to do with triangle. <laughs> well, there also are enough love triangles to build a pyramid. Yes, they're absolutely. Coincidentally. Man, the strongest base. Uh... <laughs> anyway. I think CB would be the strongest base. Uh, CB is 100% the strongest base. All CB right. could pick up the tiny flyer girl and throw her like 20 feet in the air. The I'll tiny fly what. girl? Yeah, like cheerleading. Oh. That's what I thought of when I said base. Uh, See, in my professional opinion, Please. I thought you were talking about the David Cronenberg, Jeff Goldblum movie, The Fly. Yeah. So there was just yep. a The Fly Girl. Actually, I was talking about uh, Lord of the Flies. Oh, cool. Yep. So they're going to sharpen the stick on both ends. <laughs> <laughs> and then just yeet it. Yes. Anyway, Yuju gets a phone call. Oh, yeah. And she's on the phone talking to someone. Who do you think it is, Jaren? I think it's uh, our favorite character that we've never seen. <laughs> Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. <laughs> and she, Yuju is always is a perfect character because yes. he asks I, a personal uh, question yes. and she ignores it. Yep. And I'm like, good. 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 <laughs> yes. I found myself writing uh, among my notes at various points there are various points where i wanted to write it and i ended up only writing it once but i was like 
God, I love Yuju. Like, mm-hmm. she's a very good character in person. And I really like the, what she kind of, like, represents. Nah, represent. Nah. I just like, like, her presence in this, in this whole plot, this whole drama. I really think that it's like, hey, look at this person who actually, like, knows how to handle shit. Like, yeah. this is it's, good. It's, it's like a foil thing. Mm-hmm. So you have Unchan and Unsei, and Unchan, I would say, is the more responsible of the two. So yes. she's foiling against little sister. And then Yuju comes in as, like, even bigger sister. Yeah. Like, the blast toys to Unchan's it water t- war portal. <laughs> And it's just like, I am so much buffer emotionally than yes, you. Like, yes. look at how tough and cool I am. Look at my cool buff heart. <laughs> Dude, her heart's freaking jacked. Her heart is jacked. She gives her heart, like, protein shakes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Yuju's chatting to someone, uh, probably Donkey Kong. Uh, and then we cut back to the cafe. Just awkward silence. Yes. It's they're, very cool. They're uh, Han, Gil, and Yu, uh, Unchan. Just kind of thousand yards staring. Yep. Like not even at each other, just uh-huh. kind of around each other. Uh. <laughs> CB gets involved on accident. Because, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, Unchan like, stalks off, and then Hunkyul is like, hey, tell Unchan to meet me because I gotta run some errands. And CB is like, what? Where? Can you give me more information? And he goes, no. And CB is like, why the like, Why is everyone bullying me? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm so glad that my translation called him Blockhead and then I decided to call him Charlie Brown. Oh, good! Because he straight up just goes, everyone pushes me around. <laughs> and then I heard, like, the Peanuts Christmas music, like the... This poor boy just wants to yeah. work. And he's like... Have you ever been in a working situation where two people are a couple... And it just makes everything bad. Yes, yes. Ooh. I've been in a oh, I've been in a working situation where two people got together. I, I asked because I learned recently from another coworker that yes. the the person who hired me at my job like three years ago uh-huh. uh, was dating the only other person in my department before I came along. Oh, and there was a huge age difference. And also, the girl who is my coworker had a boyfriend at the time. Oh my god! And that's the story of how I ended up being my own boss for six weeks during what? that fallout, <laughs> oh no. where all three of them left the job. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, it was bananas. Oh man! So I was really feeling bad for CB. Yeah. Just because there's nothing worse than emotional crossfire. Yeah. While you're also trying to remember someone's sandwich order. Yeah, you just man, poor CB. <laughs> Um, so anyway, they, they go book shopping, they're getting some books, and it's the classic, like, Unchen is like, why did you call me here for this errand? And Hangul is saying nothing, and is like, buying all these books. So weird. And then at the end is like, these books are for you, and it's like, literally, why didn't you just say that? She's like, real happy about it, too. She's like, oh, I get to learn to be a barista. Oh, yeah, I literally wrote down, like, Unchen is so easily won over, because she's literally like, why are we here? Like, what? Here's a book we should buy. No, we don't want, why, what is happening? Can you carry it? And then he's like, these books are for you, and she's like, oh, Really? That's, that's like I'm a so good, happy. A good important point is that they find a book that's like written by his dad. Yes. That's like how to be the cool food businessman. <laughs> and then Han Gil's like dismissive. Crossed. He's like, he's not even the chairperson. Yeah. That's me grandma. Oh man. And then Unchan is like looking at it and looking at him being like, mm, there's no resemblance. Your dad is pretty fucking great. I, and... I really thought that like maybe there's something with uh, Han being adopted maybe because Han Sung gets treated much more like a family member and that would be his nephew yeah like over his son in this okay yeah and also I wanted to point out that what we've seen of the two characters uh Dongin Foods basically yes is grandmother 
Been in the factory floor. Yes. Been in the lab while taking calls from grandson. Yes. Uh, father, in the office listening to music. Yeah. Coming downstairs to golf. Yeah. He's not been shown working in any capacity so yeah, far. Yeah, that's true. So mm. I, I was kind of siding with Hong Yul here and being like, okay, well, maybe the dad is just kind of like second generation inheritor of a business. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, all we've really seen of uh, his father is not the best. Like like you said, yeah, we haven't seen him working and we've only kind of seen this like weird tension that they have. Mm-hmm. So when Hong Yul was like, my grandma's the one who's like the cool one, I was like, yeah, grandma's, grandma's cool. Like, dude, what? Dad? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Ride or die for granny. Ride or die for grandma. Uh, so yeah, so he's like, these books are for you. And then uh, Unchan is happy, Hangil is happy, we get a nice short burst of happiness. And as we always do when there's a nice burst of happiness, it's time to crush it. Yeah. <laughs> Usually in the form of a phone ringing. That's right. So the phone is ringing. Uh, Pick Unchan, it up. Unchan picks it up. Hey, it's the Antichrist. <laughs> That's right, everyone. Hansung is here. Yeah. <laughs> he enters. Enter Hansung. And he's like, hey, listen to this song I wrote. And Unchan is like, okay. And just kind of literally runs off and just is like... Just runs ahead to a phone booth. <laughs> uh, Han Gil had taken the books from her. Yes. Because she was kind of complaining about, like, you're making me carry these hot books in the sun? Yeah. What the heck? You should buy me a drink. Which, smooth. But... Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Unchan. <laughs> so... Uh, she, like, goes and stands in a phone booth on her cell phone and is, like, listening to this song. Yeah. And you can see Han Gil getting pissy. Yeah. Because he's like, hey. He's... <laughs> hey, who's that? Uh, you don't... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> but come on. And then Han Sung is like, hey, who's that? Is <laughs> that... What? Is that my cuz? Are you with my cousin? And he, she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll call you back. Like, I really wanted to bring up this specific thing because yes. uh, Unchan is frustrated by Yuju, mm-hmm. who seemingly, like, has the love of both Hansung and Hangyul. Yes. And in the same way, uh, Hangyul is frustrated by Hansung, who seemingly has the love of both Yuju and Unchan. Yes. So we've graduated from love triangle to love trapezoid. Not to mention that uh, Yuju is a little frustrated because Unchan seemingly has the love. And um, it's a love pentagram. No wonder he's the Antichrist. Oh, the number of the beast. Is Hansung even frustrated at all? Hansung is just dopey. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna find he's out. Little, he's like... not so much frustrated. He's more just kind of like, because he's he's now in this state where he's kind of like everything is fine. Yeah. And we're like Hansung, you he's idiot. Just an ignorant slut. <laughs> God. I think my favorite part of this scene is when uh, Unchan is listening to the song and Hangul finds out that it's Hansung and she like runs out and is like, "Hey, do you want to listen?" And Hangul is like, "No." And no. she goes, "You're lost." And she <laughs> runs right back. It's so good because earlier he's like. I hate you, but I'm being nice to you. And she's like, what does that mean? Yeah. And he just doesn't respond. Yeah. So, like, he, he feels in control. Well, he's, I, I wrote, he just spelled it out for us. Like, do you hear that? It's the sound of the Sind airplane taking off. <laughs> <laughs> Seatbelt sign on. Oh, yeah. No smoking. <laughs> Buckle up, y'all. And so they're going, they're going through this, like, it, all things the same. 
like they were having kind of a date. Yes. And then it's like Hansung intrudes in this and that ruins the mood. Mm. And so he's like, whatever, I'm not, I'm not carrying these books. Yeah, oh yeah, he literally throws them down at her feet. Is like, and she's like, what? Well, come on. Yeah. What is that for? Now it's time for accidental subway cabadon. Everyone. Oh. <laughs> Cut we... to the part of my notes where it says cabadon incoming. <laughs> We get on the subway. Oh, for the for the uninitiated. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, Cabedon mm-hmm. is the the word for when. <laughs> for the uninitiated. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep going. So it's that thing of when somebody's got their back to a wall, mm-hmm. and then either accidentally or on purpose, somebody generally taller and of the opposite sex, but Bam. we don't discriminate. Yes. Just kind of flops their hand against that same wall. Menacing. It's like they're romantically menacing them. They're romantic aggressive it's, it's supposedly it's like the cutest bullying imaginable <laughs> and then of course there's advanced versions there's two hand cabadon there's leg cabadon. there's there's all four limbs where you're just posted <laughs> up on the corner like spider-man <laughs> just trapping your romantic interest oh man i like the one where it's like someone's about to cabadon and then they grab their arm and twist them around and get a surprise alternate cabadon Oh, have you, have you, have I've you not seen, seen the reversal. I've seen a couple of videos of just like all these different random ones. That's beautiful. Very good. You know, they it's a rich them. culture, Gavidon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please get involved in the community. Everyone, listen. <laughs> we made a Facebook group. <laughs> We're getting excited. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so they're on the subway and they're having fun smacking each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're just jostling yeah. like, like two bros do. Yeah. And then a bunch of people get on the subway all at the same time, and that means it's time for, like, them to get pushed to the back. And, um, Hangyul is doing the thing where he's, like, creating distance by keeping his arms straight. Yeah, elbows braced. And Unchan is like, hey, you're gonna bother the people behind you. You bend your elbow and just kind of, like, chops his arm. So yeah, his yeah. elbow bends, he comes a little closer, and she's like... <laughs> They're, like, hands-free hugging, kind of. <laughs> she's like, ooh. Yeah, she she loves it. <laughs> but she gets a little bit, like, uh, upset, I think, because doesn't the bumping and jostling, like, break her little robot in the pocket? Yes, that's right. Uh, her, her little boy. Her, her little, little Lego Unchan. boy breaks and she pulls it out and she's like oh no and Hangul, you can tell that like part of him you know he makes the comment that's like well, why do you have it in your pocket what that of course it's gonna break but also you know that he's like oh boy no this begins like the this whole episode is like it's bad for my opinion of the boy uh-huh because he's yes. just kind of spending the whole time being like you idiot <laughs> why do you do that oh my heart it's like, very much this entire episode is Hangyul almost doing something good and then backpedaling on it because he doesn't think he should. Oh, yeah. And it's just very frustrating because he keeps, like, like, you know, he buys the books for her and it's like, oh, this is really sweet because, like, she's expressed this passion and then he gets angry and he throws them. And then Ugh. he makes her this cute little robo-dude and then uh, soon we'll see he takes that right back. Just is a huge bitch about it. So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, then uh, the Lego break were sad. But, we you know. cut to the, the spreadsheet program that he's got pulled up on his computer. Yes, of course. And he keeps hitting the minimize button, and we see that his computer background is now that picture of Unchan from a previous episode that yes. he was just kind of, like, zooming in on. Yeah, it's literally, like, he's just opening and closing the window so he can, like, flash look at Unchan's happy face. Yeah, it's really just, like... I think we've all been there, where you have, like, a group picture, but your crush is in it. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, this totally. is a good picture of them, but, yeah. like, I could justify putting this somewhere. Yeah, And being yeah, like, yeah. oh, look, it's all of us. Or it's like you happen to be, like, standing together, and you're like, Fuck. Oh, yo, how did that happen? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Wow, weird. Wow, so 
Remember when we went to the lake? Sorry, you guys. I just kind of had to, like, crop it a little bit. Like, everyone's <laughs> blinking and their face, like, the hair is all motion blurred. Yeah. And it's just Unchan's the only visible person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though if you look close, you'll see that Hung Gil's face is, like, right next to hers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I was too busy being strobed by the yeah. spreadsheet to notice. But yeah, uh, Hung Gil is having his regularly scheduled bed angst. Yeah. Uh, he's angry. Not angry. He's just, like, stressed and confused and very... Poor this this sad sad man who <laughs> can't handle his feelings. Oh gosh. Um, but yeah. So then then we cut to a day at the cafe, and Hangul has decided uh, that in order to take back this sweet gesture that he has done for Unchan, he's going to make it normal. I'm doing air quotes, everyone. He's gonna make it normal and just a bro thing by giving everybody else one. And Unchan rolls up and sees that uh, Sunki has one in his locker, and he makes a con- and she's like, "Oh, whoa, what's this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's like a one month anniversary gift, whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. I'm angsty." And then walks away, and she gets real excited. She's like, "Oh, heck yeah, I love this!" She opens her locker, nothing, nothing. is there. Opens everyone else's locker, they all have one. They all have a cool bionicle. Yeah. Except for Mr. Hong is like a Lego monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is the cutest. <laughs> But yeah, so she's like, so at first she's like, what? But then she goes, oh, I, I know get what's it. going on. He's going to give me mine special. Mm, she's like real excited. So she goes yeah. up to him and she's like, hey, where's my Lego man? And he's like, you already have one. And she's like, what? But, uh, what? What do you mean I already have one? Are you going to give me another one? And he's like, no. This just like slaps of these people never had like kindergarten relationships. Yeah. Like, this is exactly the kind of shit you do, like, I gave you the purple crown because it's my favorite. Yeah, right? And then you get embarrassed and you're like, I gave, I took all the purple crowns. Yeah, literally. Everybody has one now because that's, like, my thing that I do. Uh, Yeah, I... uh, 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 It's not like I I like you or anything. (laughs) It's not like I like you or anything. God. Um, so then, um, Unchan is, like, not happy and (laughs) CB runs in as he always does. Oh, yeah. he's like, hey. Someone bullying you? <laughs> Dude, I wish I grew up with somebody like CB. Right? Who could just walk into a room and flex and be like, is there bullying happening here? <laughs> hey! This is a bully-free zone. Who is zone. bullying? I get bullied sometimes and I don't like it. Who is bullying? <laughs> Hall monitor CB. Very good. He goes and uh, he talks to Mr. Hong. Oh my god, yeah, we cut to Mr. Hong peeing. And like CB do. rolls up. Opens the window where Mr. Hong's face happens to be, and it's like, hey. hey. And Mr. Hong is like, what the I am peeing? And CB is like, I heard that you know that Unchen has titties. <laughs> he's, he's so oblique about it. I'm yes. sorry, opaque about it. It's, yeah. Because he's like, he's doing the classic, like, feminine Hourglass hand gesture. Hourglass figure thing. Yeah, surfing hands. He's literally like, oh, you know that the... Uh, buh, 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 buh. Which is like, that's the least accurate descriptor of Unchan is doing yeah, that, really. like, hourglass that shit. That weird, like, big titty, <laughs> big booty. Uh. Um, but yeah, he's like, you. I hear you know. And Mr. Hong is like... Does she know that you know? Yeah, like, he's immediately, like, like, the adult. Like, yeah. he's concerned. He's like, does she, is she aware? Yeah. Like, and he's like, I won't tell anyone. God. And then that's the end of it. He just kind of, like, runs up, like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess they're like, a team now. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody, this is, this is a great example of, like, good show writing, because every character is developing a relationship to each character individually. Yes. So, Hong and CB, secret team. CB and Unshan, uh, secret keeper's sister association. Mm-hmm. Uh... 
just little stuff like that. Yeah. We'll see one later. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see some more of the uh, the development of some of the the friendships and the relationships and the yes. teens. Yeah. This is actually something like this is what we were doing with D and D. This is the bond system at work where you. Oh ju- yeah. You just write a sentence and you're like, this character thinks this about the other character, and you guys gotta resolve it. Yeah, we've got a D and D campaign right at the beginning. Uh, Jaren is the is the the DM, the Yo. man in charge. Uh, and it, right at the beginning, we did this thing where we established, like, connections and, like, bonds that our characters share to, like, give us something to, like, work towards and give us something also to, like, uh, just something, like, I don't know, what, how would you explain it? Uh, it's just to promote, like, role-playing. Okay. Because I've had lots of games of D&D that just turn into people, like, rolling dice and getting big number. Yeah. But I, I love it so much more when people are talking to each other. Yeah. And I love that in shows, too, especially ones where they want you to care about the relationships, like yeah. romantic ones. Yeah. Because you need that time invested, and you need to see them interacting in non-romantic contexts. Yes, yes, yes. Because if everything you see about them is just that they're constantly all over each other, or they constantly have good feelings. That's uh, not fun. It's not not fun it's boring it's lame yeah but yeah <laughs> so uh yes cb knows the thing and i wrote in my notes ah how rim good do you know why uh i have many reasons why but i don't okay, know okay this is not meant to be a rhetorical question this is meant to me me being like uh what happens next <laughs> they're they're talking about the anniversary of her father's passing i think oh yes so uh Unchan comes out and uh, Mr. Hong makes a comment that's like, "Oh, is your is your mom like uh, I don't remember what exactly he says." Did but she he... make enough like pancakes? Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, Unchan is like, "Oh yeah," and um, they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" And she's like, "Oh, it's the anniversary of my father's passing." And Harim immediately is just kind of like, "Oh, it's always good to like have more people on these kinds of occasions." Uh, and he's like, "You know, I'll I'll come. CB, you gotta come. Sungi, you gotta show up. Hangil, you coming?" Mm-hmm. And Hangil's like doesn't say anything, and he's like, just "Literally I... wanders off." Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the hell, man? We We know that there's things running through his head, because he just found out an important piece of information, mm-hmm. as always. Uh, and he's got to figure out if he's going to give her the purple crown again. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, so so we find out that uh, it is the anniversary of Unchan's father's uh, death, and it is time for um, them to have the anniversary dinner together. Yes. Um, but before we get there... Uh, first, we cut to Hangul like trying to be cool and then cringing at himself. But I wrote the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because she goes upstairs and he's like, "Hey, you know, I guess I could give you a half day today." Oh yeah, he's like, "You can get off work early or whatever." Yeah. She's like, "Are you trying to give me like the day off because it's like my memorial day for my father?" Mm-hmm. And they they exchange this look, mm-hmm. like one of those like long sweet looks. And then he just kind of goes like, what, what, what? I forget what he says exactly. But... Me too. All I know is that he says it and then he turns around and immediately is like, Hangul, you idiot. Oh yeah. He's like, hey, it's going to be even harder for you if you like fall for me. And she's like, oh, you're yes, a yes, narcissist. Yes. They're looking at each other and he's like, what? Do you like me? And she doesn't respond. And he's like, because if you do, it's going to be hard for you. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and he's like, I'm so dumb. And she's like. You're, what? All right, whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> it's very, like, it's very funny to see that hung also knew that that was a dumb thing no, to say. No, and this is, like, uh, again, full credit to the people who wrote this show. Yes. And to the actor playing hung Uh 
he has that moment of why the fuck did I say that? Yes. It's because it was unrehearsed. Yes. And then in the show, yes. there's two instances later on this episode where you see him rehearsing. Because yes. he knows his instincts are bad. <laughs> He's like, when I just let myself talk, it's always dumb. I need to practice. <laughs> um, so then we cut to uh, everybody at Unchan's place having this anniversary dinner. Uh, Hangul is not there. Um, mm. but we do have Harim and CB and even Waffle Boy has rolled up. Yes. Um, and, uh, <laughs> CB is like trying to flirt a little with Unse being like, Hey, he's sitting next to her. Up? He's like stoked to be there. Everybody, yes. everybody's kind of on their knees or on their butt and he's like on his heels. He's squatting. He's squatting. He's feeding, he's feeding Harim food. He tries to feed uh, Waffle Boy food, but and Waffle Boy's like, no. They, they look, he's they like, do close-ups right. on this food and like you get the idea that it's supposed to be unsavory and that Unse is not like the best cook. Yeah, CB is making all these comments like, wow, like what can't you do, my angel? And she's kind of like trying really hard to yeah. like make this like a little like pancake and she just can't do she's it. She's like, I can't get rid of you. And <laughs> Waffle Boy is just like staring at this piss poor pancake job and literally just ends up shoving CB aside and being like, it is my turn. I am Waffle Boy. Yeah. And he makes like perfect pancake. Unse is like, oh my God. They're making so like hot. scallion pancakes, yes. which looks super good. Yeah. I, I was like, man, I want that. <laughs> I was, I was hungry. <laughs> and then uh, CB gets major jelly. Yes. And he's like, I can do it too. And he starts he starts flipping the pancake and they don't do an idiot moment. Yeah. Where the jealous, stupid character comes in and uh, fails and makes a mess and yeah. everybody gets mad at him. No, they have Harim and Unchan hyping him up. He's flipping this pancake successfully. Unchan and Harim are like, this is great. This is awesome. And in the background, uh, Unse is kind of like... Hey, Waffle Boy, can I get your number? And he's just, like, silent. Yeah, he's literally like... (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Unchan and Harim are like, Whoa, look at CP! He's so good at this! uh, 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 Are you seeing this shit? (laughs) Then we get, like, the coolest pairing that I never knew I wanted in this show. (gasps) Yeah! We cut to uh, Mr. Hong and Mr. Koo sitting in front of, like, this gorgeous cyberpunk pink lit butcher counter. Yeah! And it's like, they, they, uh, they, they're having a conversation. They were best friends as kid. Mm-hmm. And then Koo was like, listen, we've got beef because I'm already with mama. Yeah. And like, we are two rivers joined together. We are peas and carrots. Which, I don't know if you thought this, but whenever I hear peas and carrots, it reminds me of Forrest Gump. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god, Mr. Koo is the most Forrest Gump character. <laughs> yeah. Aside from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and they, Mr. Hong is like, oh wow, you guys are like a river and peas and carrots. That's interesting. Uh, I kissed her under a bridge and we almost eloped together. <laughs> and then we get no elaboration. Literally, all we get is that mom comes out and she's like, stop telling stories. And then uh, cut right, cut away. And we're like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay, I guess. Uh, okay. And then we cut to Unchan, who is now playing with like in a small battalion yes. of Legos. She's got a bunch of them now. And like. Unse just kind of straight up breaks one. Yeah. Like, she just picks hell? it up and like breaks it. And Unchan is like, dude, what the? Yeah. <laughs> and Hangyul has sent these little little dudes over mm-hmm. to Unchan with a card that says, cheer up, arm and, arms and legs of steel, mm. invincible shorty. Yeah. And I'm like, what a poet. <laughs> what? Move over, Mr. Wow. Koo. You don't know shit about shit. Oh, man. And she's real happy about that. And I believe... Uh, Unse makes a comment that's like, who would be happy about being told that they have, like, metal arm and leg? Yeah, she's like, you're the only one who would take that as <laughs> yeah. a compliment. But... Oh, man. And then, uh, she calls Hankyol, and Chan does. Mm-hmm. And he pretends to be annoyed. Yeah. Which is 
hard to watch. Oh, yes. It's very much like Unchan is like happy and blushing and being like, heck yeah. And Hangul is just confused and like, bleh. Sleeping on his own couch. Yes. Which yeah. Which is very interesting. Also, uh, while we're in the room, Unse is kind of like solving the puzzle. Because Unchan is just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's whatever. And she's like, hmm, he got you all these things. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's whatever. And Unse is like, hmm, didn't he also like run into the street for you? Didn't he also, like, do all of these great things for you? We get, like, these cute flashback moments. Yeah. Because Unchan is calling him fickle, which yes. is true. And then Unchan is like, you're also fickle. Yeah. Like, you're giving and getting mixed signals. Yeah. So that's, like, where Unchan kind of resolves to be like, I'm going to be straight with him. Yeah. Or gay with him, rather. You know how it is. Either or, both. <laughs> and uh, she says, hey, uh, why did you give me such a nice gift? And he goes, just take it. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> why do you even have to ask? Good night. <laughs> Like, like, I'm hanging up. Ugh, what a dork. <laughs> oh, man. So then we cut to the next morning, and uh, Unchan is again calling. Hangul is jogging, as he does. Oh, uh, very quickly before this. Oh, yes, please. This is, this is where the outfit change happens that I want to talk about. Okay. But that night, while she's talking on the phone, she's wearing a Peanuts shirt. Okay. And it has charlie brown on it oh my god so the universe it works in mysterious That's ways right. last um... time we got shrek now we've got the validation of calling minyup charlie brown that's right and carrot We're boy absolutely allowed to call him cb <laughs> also Unsei had a mickey mouse shirt on oh i didn't notice yeah i, I just i like things like that because okay. it's a lived-in world and uh, like yeah. things are trademarked and branded irl yeah but yes, so then it's it's morning jog with Hangul and Unchan calls him up and is like, "Hey, uh, what's uh, hey, hey, uh, have you like eaten breakfast yet?" And he's like, "No, why?" And she's like, "Ah, oh, I was just wondering because like usually this is like eat time. I don't know. Uh, do you want breakfast?" And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." And she's like, "Okay, great. I'm in front of your house. I'll come upstairs right now." Exactly. And he's like, "I'm I'm jo- I'm jogging." And, like, you can see he's, like, struggling with himself because there's the part of him that, like, actively wants to spend time with Unchan and is like, yeah! And the part of himself that's like, no, you can't be gay. And this is, like, one step short of putting an actual angel and devil on his yeah. shoulder. Because he's acting like they are there and we just can't see them. He's literally like, no, whatever, just go. And then he kind of, like, thinks about it and he's like, you know what? Yeah, I want breakfast. And she's like, oh, great. Are you on, are you on the road that you always jog on with the pavilion? And he's like come here if you wanna and she's like i will and we cut to her like jogging after him uh yeah, found cuts, him is there he cuts to him like running and then he pauses momentarily hops up over a fence and screams yes he's like he cannot handle his conflicting emotions the gutturalness of it is and like, we have ugh. a short thing that i didn't even realize was a phone call at first because he's talking through his like headphones oh yeah but he literally just goes just kind of like hey you jew it's hangul and then like keeps going and i was like what, what? But then, Ugh. lo and behold, who pops up? Yuju, because Hangul called her there because he is being dumb. Just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> this was like, this is like, I mean, I gave, I gave Hansung and Yuju all this shit in the world. Yeah. For the dysfunctional relationship scenes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, Hangul better. Hangul do it all day. Hangul gonna be good. And like, this is, this is bad. This is real bad because... Yuju shows up. She also, like, brought breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Where it's it's heavily implied that he called her and was like, Hey, uh, you want to eat breakfast together? Why don't we, like, get something? Knowing that Unchan was coming because yes. he needed to portray that image of, like, this is girl that I like and you're just friend and co-worker and not even co-worker, like, you're Subordinate. under Subordinate. Yeah. Oh. So... 
it's it's kind of like yet another moment of like we get this this kind of like small burst of happiness this small inkling that things are going to be great and then it's taken away from us very quickly because Hangul can't make up his mind he can't come to terms with his feelings uh. and so you know Unchan is very like obviously he's like sitting on a ledge kind of pissed like you know what the heck yeah, you called me here to bring you breakfast and you said we we're gonna have breakfast and now Yuju is here and you're eating her breakfast so much about this is wrong mm-hmm. because uh Yuju shows up he takes the bag from her like within seconds of her getting out yeah, of the car he sees her and he's like thank god Yuju is here yeah save me from my gay thoughts um and so then we get into this like Hangul is obviously trying to like I I don't even, like, know how to describe he it. He is incapable of talking to uh, Unchan in the situation. Yes. So he, I think he invited Yuju as somebody he trusted so he can kind of talk to Unchan through Yuju. Uh-huh. But his body language is back towards Unchan facing Yuju. Yes. And the way he words things is also bad. Very exclusionary. Yes. And so he's eating, like, the breakfast Yuju got, and... Unchan is already pissed because, like, she brought him breakfast and he literally yes. took Yuju's instead. Yes. Um and he starts making these comments that are kind of like, Hey, uh, you know, man, when I first met Unchan, hated that little dude. He was a hoodlum. Yeah. But you know what? I got to know and he starts like describing her living situation to <sighs> Yuju. Yeah. And like we <sighs> later on in the episode we get the like where where he it's not he wasn't trying to be like, look at this poor kid. But it very much comes across as that to Unchan because he's literally telling Yuju, like, look at this, this kid who has to work all these side yeah. jobs to support his family. And, like, you know, he's literally describing, like, the peeling chestnuts and the sewing dolls for five cents. And he's, like, trying to qualify it by being like, man, that's so, like, crazy. Like, I, can you believe that they only give them five cents for dolls? But all Unchan no. can hear is him literally describing this, like, poor living situation and this like like it's it's awful for her it's really it really sucks yeah and she even she even does the cool thing that i don't think i'd be able to do in that situation where she goes hey that's fucked up like don't don't talk about that yeah and he goes no i'm agreeing with you menial labor should get more than that and i'm like ooh, menial labor There's also just, like, Yuju doesn't know how to act in this scene. Yes. Uh, she, at one point, goes like, oh, is that memorial food? Yes. I she's... love memorial food. And you're like, ooh, it's a shame someone has to die for it to, like, <laughs> for you to get your snack on, then. Fair enough. I do think that uh, our feelings about that might be uh, more of a cultural difference, though. <laughs> oh, you probably Because for us, we don't right. really do that. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Um, but yeah, you Yuju is very much, she, yeah, she doesn't really know what, what to do and she's trying to kind of like she's trying to include Unchan because like Hangul is very much like talking to Yuju mm-hmm. and she's trying to kind of include Unchan being like oh hey like what have you got there do you want some tea oh that sounds good do you want some of what I have hey do you want to come over here and Unchan is like no nah, it's fine it's whatever I got I'm, I'm here and after, then Hangul is making it awful yeah <laughs> after he says the line about menial labor yes Unchan just like kind of looks at him and it's like the gloves are off and she goes habit like a bad habit like that's a really bad habit you have like why can't you stop yourself from doing this yes like and as we know from episodes in the past the bad habit that hung gil has is you do yeah so so this is bad on so many levels because <sighs> this is uh, uh unchan couldn't get hung gil into his house one night so she takes him to her place mm-hmm. and that's how he gets the information about her schedule and like that perspective is because she was like vulnerable and like brought him into her space yes and then reciprocally 
uh, Han Gil brings uh, Unchan into his face by being like, yeah, you know, I have this relationship that's like a bad habit. Mm-hmm. And then both of them kind of like turning on each other. Yes. And like exploiting their openness. Like that's something that can really shut uh, a relationship down kind of. Yeah. Is we're, if you're like, Mm-mm. In episode five, I remember, um, and also some in episode six, we were talking about how great vulnerability is for like... For two people to bond and two people to like connect and stuff and like how much that says about a relationship mm-hmm. and this is very much like they took each other's vulnerabilities and they like spat them at each other like yes. ha- like Unchan was very much like oh you're gonna talk about my like crappy living situation all right well how about yours and they're they're having this very like vague conversation with each other you do does not want to be there yeah. she wants anything but to be sitting there she's like why was i called here what is going on i don't like it She's yeah. trying, like, she's continuously like, Hey, Unchan, do you want some tea? And the Unchan is just kind of like, Listen, Hangyo, you dumb idiot. I'm freaking mad. And they start, like, who? physically, not physically, they start arguing. Like, yes. Like, raised voices. And he's like, You'll kiss up to anyone. Which is him externalizing his jealousy towards Han yes. Sung. Yes. And I was like, Oh. Ugh. But then she's in the situation where her jealousy for Yuju is also on full display. Yeah. So I think there's something to be said here in this sequence about, like, uh, you can't think about relationships in terms of other people's relationships. Yes. So that's very good, especially considering it's like Hansung and Yuju, which is mm-hmm. the one relationship you never want to emulate. Yeah. Uh, uh, so then to end the the situation, as Unchan is leaving, she delivers the ultimate roast. She um she walks over and she's like, I'm going to eat this before I leave. And she yeah. looks down, she sees the cucumbers that Hangil picked out of his food like a picky baby, which I too am a picky baby, but mm-hmm. so... But she sees them and she's like, why would you leave out the cucumbers and eats them and puts the plate down and then walks off and just roasts oh, yeah. him in front of Yuju being like, he's a baby. She's like, I'm going to eat this cucumbers and leave. <laughs> Got him. Roasted. So yes, and Yuju is like... <laughs> she had she had nothing to do during that last like yeah. bit, which is like, good for you, girl. Yeah. Just keep your head down. This poor girl. Oh. So then... Uh, CB is in agony at the shop. Oh, yeah. He rolls up to Waffle Boy and he's like, Hey, did you get Unse's number? What the heck? Stop it. That's like, my angel. He's like, Please just tell me if you did. I'm not mad. It's just the doubt is killing me. Please, Sungi, help. Also, if you hit on her, I'm going to crush your skinny legs. <laughs> and then uh, Waffle Boy calls him a dumbbell. Does he? <laughs> That's what my translation said. And he was unhappy about it oh that's fantastic he was literally like he said something to me calls him a dumbbell and cb is like dumbbell dumbbell (laughs) yeah because cb he like goes to confront him he hops through like the service window yes as sungi is walking out well sungi gets a um a message or maybe it might be a phone call but he he gets a notification and he immediately is like i've got to go and he starts like he books it out of there and cb is trying to confront him and he's like hey 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 Um, so it's time for our Waffle Boy plot to thicken. Yeah, the batter is thickening. <laughs> so we cut to, um, a picture of, uh, Sungi with a woman. Yes. And then we cut, and he is at the, he's at a restaurant or a cafe of sorts, uh, with the same woman that he had met before, that he was, that was giving him information. Yes. Very vague information to us. And we get, we get a little bit more to this picture, you know, he's talking about, like, are you sure you don't, like, have her address? Like, is there anything you can tell me about her? And we find out that he has a child. 
I my mine was kind of vague, so I wasn't completely sure. I, I wrote he wants to take care of someone's kid, mm-hmm. and there was a line about the three years you spent with this person are like a non-existent memory to her. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, what's <laughs> going on? Yeah. So Ugh. it's very much like there is this this woman that he obviously cares for and that he is looking for, uh, and there's also this woman has a child that. May or may not be his, but I know in mine it was heavily, like, kind of, like, implied mm. that it was, like, his his child. Yeah, because it looks like a wedding photo or something. Like, yeah. Like, the two of them standing together in their very nice mm-hmm. and traditional clothes. But, yeah, it's also very much, like, implied that this this woman that he's talking to knows more than she's letting on. Yeah. Because he's like, you sure you don't know anything? And then at the end he's like, just when you see her, tell her that I, I, I won't settle for just, like, visiting occasionally. I want to be in her life every day. I want to be in with her and take care of her and take care of the kid. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of, like, pan over to see that CB has followed him and he is just sobbing. Yeah. God. Because this is pure. Yeah. He's kind of playing the audience, which is something that you can do with, like, a full character that's really good in yes, writing. Yeah. It's just to kind of have them be our stand-in. Because, yeah. of course, he leaves that situation... And he's talking to Sungi and he's like, hey, I didn't mean to like spy on you, but like, I understand how you feel Mm -hmm. because I've also spent my youth and my passion to like dedicating to one person. And he's like, I'm going to call you bro. And then like hearing uh, CB compare these uh, feelings like with this child involved and whoever this woman is that doesn't want to see Sungi Mm -hmm. to CB and and Unsei. He's very like, yeah, juvenile romance. And he, he speaks to him in Japanese, and he's like, hey, I don't need a brother like you. Yeah. Which is, like, dope. And, and then, then CB is like, man, he would be the perfect brother if he didn't speak Japanese. Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're back to those subtle hints of, uh, oh, that's right, uh, CB. <laughs> maybe you're not an unassailably good character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, um... So yes, so now CB is kind of like in on another person's secret. Like mm. he's he's discovered this this thing about uh, Waffle Boy, and he he very much like comes in. He's like, hey, like I admire you, and then he compares the situation, which Waffle Boy, of course, is like, get out. Here. Yeah. Um. So yes. Uh. So then we cut to this just god awful customer, mm-hmm. and Unchan is like, uh, we can't we can't do what you want, and she's like, what do you mean, do it? And he's like, no. It's, listen, I can't do it. And she's like, just do it. And he's like, mm, bleh, okay. And so Unchan kind of like walks over to the counter and Harim is like backing her up all the way being like, man, like first it was she didn't like the cup. Then yeah. she didn't like this thing. What is her issue? Like, what is her deal, man? I'm so sorry that you're the one who has to deal with her. And Han Gyo immediately is like, come with me. The customer is always right. Yeah, he's like, the customer is always right. Come here. And he, he makes a comment that's like, customer is always right. And Unchan is like, but whatever. And he's like, Follow me. It's can time I just, for me to scold you again. Can I just say that I knew this was going to be about, like, a coffee purist thing? Oh, I'm sure. Just because it's so small and inconsequential that it's the perfect thing to have a big, like, fight breakout over. Yeah. Just, the, like, this Unshan is, like, believes in the coffee so much, she's like, no, you can't possibly do this. Though, uh, granted, this is also, like... This this fight that's breaking out is very much built on on a lot of other things. Oh, yeah, it's, no, it's they're the, mad about other shit. Yeah, but this is kind of like that. So he, he calls her up, and he's scolding her as he does. He's being oh. like, what? You you don't talk to customers that way. I can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. You freaking... And Unchan is defending herself, being like, no, it doesn't like make any... What she wanted doesn't make any sense. And he's like, doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, we gotta, we gotta like give him some credit for this, actually, though, because this is compared to... 
episode two where he just chews her out in front of all the employees. He's actually oh, yes. brought her to somewhere else to talk to her. Fair. Yeah. So, good on him, but also fuck him. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Usually he would just yell at her in front of everybody, but uh, this time he does take her to a secret, not a secret location. He just takes her away from everyone and chews her out. Um, though you could make the argument that he's doing that because of customers when before he does it in front of all the employees. All right. Credit rescinded. (laughs) Regardless, we're, we're back in this situation where Hangil is chewing Unchan out for no goddamn reason. And Unchan is, has like reasons as to why she's acting the way that she is and she's not getting listened to. Uh, Hangil is just mad. And next thing we know, this argument escalates. Yeah. To the point where they're about to throw hands. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, runs CB and Harim to hold him back. They're yes. like, hey, 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 no, 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 whoa, it's, whoa, whoa. It's a great shot because they come from opposite ends of, like, this one, this narrow alley. Yes. And so Harim is in Hangil's corner and CB is in Unchan's corner. And they're going back and forth. She's like, all my jobs are hard. You think I'm proud of being poor? Yes, we, we come into this, um... They, they they basically come back to this argument that they had before. And yes. my translation uh, had it as, you think poverty is something to be proud of? Which mm. I wrote down because I was like, ooh, that's a sick fucking... Yeah. Got him, yeah. Uh, because it is. When when Hangul talks... Because Hangul makes a point. Uh, we'll talk about it more later on. But he makes a point to be like, oh, no, I'm like impressed by like the the drive that you have and like the I like I know that I could never in a million years do what you do like I when I talk about you I talk about how much I admire the fact that you work so hard for your family and and for your life but when he talks about it it very much makes it seem like he's being like wow look at this kid who is so hard working man how quaint how quaint how cool for you and it's like this isn't like you know it's not like Unchan is like doing all of these things because it's like a cool hard-working thing to do it's like no this is and she, yeah, she, makes she doesn't a point just of it. like have a protestant work ethic work ethic like yeah she, she needs to eat yeah she makes a point of it uh a bit more later where she's like this is literally my livelihood if i didn't do this i wouldn't eat my family wouldn't eat we wouldn't be able to pay rent we wouldn't like live yes. like this isn't something that i'm like happy about and proud of this is something that i have to do and it's it's like ooh, get him Get him, <laughs> And, like, we, uh, I think ha, uh, Hank Gil got to a level in this argument that, like, he didn't even really get to when he was chewing her out over the coffee beans mm-hmm. thing. And that was, like, him trying to make an example. Yeah. And this is him just, like, legitimately being too angry to contain himself. I, I very much think it's, like, the, the coffee thing, like I said, was very much just a vessel. Like, he wanted a reason to be angry because he's upset about the fact that she exposed his vulnerability in retaliation to him exposing hers. Exactly. And he also doesn't understand that he exposed her vulnerability. So in his eyes, he's just like, out of nowhere, Unchan like, called me out in front of Yuju and it was stupid because yes. I was being cool and talking him up and you were mad for some reason. Whereas Unchan sees it as, you exposed me, so I bit right back and exposed you. Yeah. Um. So we do have this misunderstanding between them. But of course. also... <sighs> they get angry and they fight and she says crap and he's like who do you think you're saying crap to oh i got like uh like disgusting oh my god yeah he straight up breaks out the i pity you mm-hmm. which is like that's like the one thing that i was like he's not even thinking about the future right now this yeah. is just him like he's mad and then unchan is like i don't need anyone to pity me I'm gonna leave. And Hangil is like, you think I need you? And she's like, all right. I don't need a loser like you. Yeah. Like, that was the translation I got. That was... He said... I wrote it down. I don't need a loser... Uh, I don't need a loser like you. How can you do this to me? Mm-hmm. It's the same, like, breath. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was, like, such a good moment because that's him 
being mad at the argument. And then that's also him, like, just being sad as well. Like, how can you do this to me? Yeah. Like, talking about the uh, bad habit stuff. Mm -hmm. Heard that she brought that up. So, Un Chen decides, you know what? I don't need this. And she storms out and is immediately... I think what I really liked about this was before when CB and Harim kind of, like, sprung out. CB immediately went to Un Chen and Harim went to Hangul because that's, like, the people that they're close with. But when Un Chen storms away... Both of them follow after her. Oh, yeah. And Hangul is kind of left there in the alleyway being like, whatever, like, what? He says, I'll kill you if you stop him from leaving. Yeah. Which is just so extra. But CB and Harim do not care. They follow after him. They follow, uh, they follow Unchan to the locker room and they're trying to be like, hey, like, don't, no, come on, you, he's, uh, what, you know, and she's like, get out. Get out. Yeah. Leave me alone. She changes into the same clothes from the jogging scene and I realized, oh, shit, this is all the same day. Yeah. And that kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Because she goes and she's like, she says like a tearful goodbye to Mr. Hong. She's like, I'll call you later. Oh, I got, um, I wrote it down because I was like, oh gosh. Uh, she walks up to him and she says, um, I'm sorry, Mr. Hong. She mm. like apologizes. She's like, I'm sorry. I'll see you later. And then yeah. she storms out. CB and Harim are still following her being like, no, don't. And at some point, um, they stop her like right before she leaves. Harim specifically like kind of like grabs her arm and is like, "Wait, like hold on, let's talk, let's like figure it out. You don't don't leave." Mm-hmm. And she looks up. Hangul is there. They lock eyes, and she like gets rid Breaks of Harim's of grip and just storms off. And we're like, "No." Yeah. And then <laughs> it cuts to Hangul driving, and I had to like pause for a bit because I was like, "That's real intense." Yeah. Oh, and then after I unpaused. Uh, it cuts to Unchan drinking with a dog, and Sweeper is also there. Sweeper! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! I had the opposite, where I was like, we cut to Sweeper, and you were like, Sweeper! Oh, Hansung's <laughs> Um, But yes, yeah, so they're, they're, they're drinking. Uh, Unchan probably called Hansung and was like, hey, let's hang out. I'm a little I want to drink. Yeah, um, because it's Hansung, we can't have a nice exchange with Unchan without there being some weird, creepy shit. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm drinking how many have I had, but I am not. I can't get drunk for some reason. And he's like, oh, wow, I was going to kidnap you after you got drunk. And she kind of goes, well, what were you going to do after that? And then he's like, you want to go for a drive? No. <laughs> Which is just an exchange that could only be written. That is not the translation I got. Really? My translation wasn't, like, good. And not, not the... I didn't, uh, it wasn't as bad as kidnap, but it still wasn't like nice and lighthearted. Uh, it was, it, it was like, oh, I was hoping you'd get drunk so I could piggyback you like home. Oh. Which is like, <laughs> at first you're like, okay. And then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. So not as bad as kidnap, but <laughs> still not good. <laughs> yeah. And like, that goes back to like the Hansung is bad because he's giving Unchan hope. Yes. And she's like, hey, what were you going to do after you kidnapped me? And he's like, ha ha, let's go driving. Yeah, so he goes, want to go for a drive? And she's like, yeah. So then we cut to the car, and she's got her head out the window. She's having a great time. Sweeper's having a great time. Yeah. Uh, they're they're feeling that wind. Uh, and then we get another kind of, like, parallel shot of uh, Han Gyul also driving. Yeah, and he puts his hand up to, like, feel the wind mm-hmm. as well. Uh, they both look supremely sad. Uh, it really sucks. Han Gyul, I feel like, looks upset. And Unchan looks like she's sad, but she's trying to feel better. I I, I, I guess it's just because I, I like the character so much that, like, I see her sad and I'm like, she just looks kind of defeated to me. Mm. Like, as opposed to normal. I very much read it as, like, she she was sad, but, like, she was kind of trying to be like, but I like 
this and I like this drive mm. and I I don't want to be stuck in this sad place because I'm with this my cool friend with his cool dog and yeah there's also something with does she like the driving with Han Sung or does she like remembering that time she drove with Hong Gil mm-hmm. and because I think for Hong Gil it's definitely him putting his hand up is like remembering that time oh yeah he's absolutely thinking about it yeah yeah so there's a little bit to read into there before mm-hmm. we cut to uh Hong Gyo eating the biggest pan of kimchi fried rice ever. Oh my god, yeah, he's having feelings. No more bachelor portions. He's eating with the ladle. He's yeah, he's literally eating with the ladle, eating like Unchan would and thinking about Unchan, like hearing her voice. Oh, it's so sad. Having 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 big big boy feelings. <laughs> big boy feelings in a little baby brain. <laughs> a little tiny baby heart can't take yeah. it. Yeah. Um so then we we cut back to the cafe and it's very evident that nobody is happy that Unchan is gone. Literally, Hung Gil is there and Harim is like, she called she called Unchan, she's coming back. And he's CB like, comes over and he's like, I texted Unchan like twenty times and Harim is like, Man, I wish Unchan was here. I freaking love Unchan. I wish she was here. God <laughs> oh, Wish like, she could be here. He's like basically one step away from beating his fist on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's very much this like I don't want to say passive aggressive because it's like it's just he's very much being like wow I wish someone would call Unchan and tell her to come back Hongkyol yeah wow Unchan is such a good person to be around and should be here Hongkyol <laughs> God is this also the part where Sungi as well is like um. Sungi at this point doesn't yet say anything, uh-huh. but later will chime in. Okay. Because at this part, it's just like Harim kind of like walks up and is like, "Hey, did you tell Unchan to come back to work yet?" And CB comes by and is like, "I texted her like twenty times and she yeah. hasn't responded. Please." And then uh, Harim kind of like jumps up and down and goes, "I love Unchan." <laughs> and then we get like a really good comedy edit where it cuts to just like a cool blanket on the floor. Yes, it's time for the emotional burrito. She's completely cocooned. <laughs> and then Unse is like. Uh, you two fight all the time. What's different about this time? Yeah. And so it's like, ooh, interesting outsider perspective. Mm. And then Unse- yeah, everybody, everybody is kind of having that perspective where they're all just kind of like, because I remember when she's storming out, Harim is de- making comments that's like, literally, he does this all the time. You know what he's like. Why are you so angry this time? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm. Mm. the only one who saw was Yuju. Yeah. <laughs> and Yuju. <laughs> Poor Yuju. Unsei has uh, her sister's phone, though. Yes. And she's like, hey, uh, you have one missed call from Jerk? <laughs> and she's like, what? And then she grabs the phone, uh, runs upstairs, and we cut to Hangul brushing his teeth in the tub. Yeah, I literally was like, Hangul, why are you sitting in the bathtub? <laughs> You've never done that? Just sit in the empty bathtub with all my clothes on and brush my teeth? I I've, I, I just kind of love that feeling. Okay. It's, uh, it's so interesting, because... I, when I was younger, I used to have, like, a Pokemon Game Boy game. Yeah. And I remember I, when nobody was home, I would grab my blanket, mm-hmm. and I would go into the shower, mm-hmm. and I would wrap up, like, on the floor in the shower with my blanket, and I would just, like, play Pokemon. Ah. So, like, I think it it's probably just, like, a depression thing or whatever that they're showing, but I, I, I love the the dry bathtub vibes. Okay, fair. Yeah. It's... I was I was much more of a, like, it's time to build a blanket for it myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, Aww. we we went all the way. My brother also had bunk beds, so I could, like, drape the blanket up and make the fucking mm. look. And I'd be like, heck yeah. 
But also, I was, I, I don't know how many times I just, like, made my own blanket for because I was like, it's time to be underneath something. <laughs> yeah, and, and Hangul is rehearsing his lines because, like like we said earlier, he thinks poorly in the moment and he doesn't want to cringe at himself anymore. Yes. So Hangul wants to call Unchan and be like, hey, come back to work. Please. He starts, like, very gentle and then he just doesn't know how to handle himself. Yeah, but... it literally starts to just kind of, like, you, you were wrong. Please come back to work. Job is here if you like it. Yeah. Hey yo, Unchan. <laughs> you messed up. Come back. To you're late work. for your shift. What's going on, buddy? Get um, your ass to Mars. Yeah. God. So yeah, he he obviously uh, he so he's practicing. Uh, but then the moment comes where he gets a call from Unchan, and he may have practiced, but he still wasn't ready. Also, is is the name on his phone "hardworking young man" for you as well? Yes, Love and mine. It. I think it says "hardworking youth," and for her, it says he's good for nothing. Oh, yeah. What a what a cute couple. So he picks up and he's like, "Hello," and she's like, "You called?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" You what? No, I would me. never call you. Hold on, let yeah. me check. And she's like, "No, you totally called me." And he's like, "Hold up," and he's like, "That call was from three days ago." And she's like, "What?" And she looks and she's like, "Oh." Uh, sorry, and just hangs up, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, uh. uh. <laughs> and then she looks at Unsei, and she's like, that call was from three days ago, and Unsei's like, I didn't say it wasn't, and she tries to Ugh. suffocate her sister with a pillow. <laughs> oh, yeah, she just straight up walks over and smothers her. Yeah. That's the end of Unsei in this show. Yeah, that's right, she's... Sorry, CB. I'm so sorry, but... <laughs> um, Yul brushes harder. Yes. God. Uh, then we cut to Unchan in the booth with Hansum. Yeah, it's time for uh, music lessons, I guess. Yeah, they're doing like a Four Seasons thing where they play each instrument one at a time mm-hmm. uh, and then bring them together. But she's cute. I mean, she's playing drums. How can you not love it? Yes. Uh, I, she sat down at the drum kit and I was like, oh shit, is she actually going to like play along? Is she? Does she know? Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, she's just dicking around. Yeah. Which is way better than the alternative. Yeah. And she's doing that thing that I sometimes like to do, where you just, like, you just personify things. Uh-huh. So she's like, hmm, this keyboard, I bet he's a vegetarian. <laughs> I bet he could use some protein in his life. Mm. He's probably real skinny. And it's like, girl, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's just having fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's she's playing around. Hansung is, like, you know, playing around, I guess. I don't know. He's outside the booth. She's just, she's by herself in this booth, playing mm-hmm. all the instruments, even doing the vocals. Having a good time. Um, and then uh, we cut to Yuju. Yeah. And she's trying to call. Just like... Hansung is not picking up. <laughs> and she is in his house and she is bored. We cut to her like opening the curtains. She sets up the CD cases. She plays dominoes. It's like the fucking beginning of Tangled. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, poor Yuju. So, yeah. Uh, and then we cut to Hangul having a war all by himself. Oh, yeah, he's playing Lego, and then he's like, open the gate. <laughs> he literally is like, the war is beginning. <laughs> yeah, and he's playing with the dragon, which is what Unchan was playing with. Yes, and he uh, then, so first he's having a war all by himself, and then now he's flirting with Unchan, but all by himself. Because he's like being Unchan and being like, attack Hangul, attack Unchan, haha. And then he's like blowing his bangs up yeah. and being like saying things that Unchan says and just kind of like trying to get over how upset he is. Yeah, fail, trying and failing. So yeah, uh, we. It's very much like we see that these two characters 
Um, Unchan is kind of approaching it as like she has a lot of time on her hands because she's not going to her job. Mm -hmm. And so she's kind of filling it with like doing things around the house and like going to hang out with Hansung, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Hangul is just kind of like sitting in his bathtub, being sad. Playing yeah. with his Legos, being sad. <laughs> Eating rice, being, being sad. sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then we realize, like, oh, it's 2 a.m. Yeah, they walk out of the music studio, and, and Unchan is like, oh, whoops, sorry, I didn't mean to keep you here until 2 a.m., and he's like, it's whatever. Yeah, Hansung, ever the idiot, is like, hey, why don't you go back to this cafe? I could, like, talk to Han Gil about it for you. Yes. And she's like, hey, don't ever talk to other people about me. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel crappy. Mm -hmm. And then she just kind of volunteers, like, my family became poor after my dad died, and I was untalented in junior high, but please keep it to yourself. Yeah. She very much is just kind of like, I'm not hardworking because I want to be, and because it's a cool trait to have. She's like, I wasn't good at studying, I didn't have a special talent, the only thing I could do is go into doing labor and the workforce. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, honestly, the one thing that she kind of had was taken away from her, because she taught Taekwondo, yeah. and she was great at that, and then that was taken away, and so now all she can do is these, like, menial jobs. And, you know, she's also very much in a place where, like, her new kind of found passion is coffee, and she feels like that's being taken away from her, too, because she doesn't want to go because her boss has a huge crush on her and can't handle it yeah literally <laughs> uh, unsafe working conditions yeah so she's very straight up and she's just kind of like and and we kind of like get because before we had her feelings just kind of like from her face and from like when she would get angry and like say things to Hangul like being poor is not like something to be proud of yeah but now we kind of have like in her own words like this is how I feel about it and this is why I'm not happy mm -hmm. um but of course not said to Hangul the person who needs to hear it instead to, to Han Sung who goes okay Okay. <laughs> um so then um they both kind of like go to sleep with next to their little lego dudes, yes which is pathetically sad almost too cute Unchen's has a little box bed and a little like tissue blanket yeah it's very cute uh. um so then we cut to Coffee Prince, and once again, everyone is mad at Hangul because he won't talk to Unchan. Yeah, Hiram is giving him the business. Hiram is giving him shit. CP jumps in and is giving shit. Sunky turns around and is like, hey, why isn't Unchan here? And he's like, uh, yeah, I find. And he's like, well, when Unchan comes back. I yeah. made a new thing, and I want him to try it. Exactly. And he just kind of, like, leans back in, and even, like, Mr. Hong kind of walks by, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, no, because they're all jumping on him, and yeah. then Mr. Hong walks in, and Hong-gil's like, you want some, too? <laughs> and he goes, man, what a loser, yeah. as he picks gum off the ceiling. Yes. And, like, not the ceiling, the, the glass the window. window. And just continues chewing it. Oh, my God, yeah. It's very... I... I very much love the, like, the, the differences of how everyone is treating him because Harim is, like, all in just kind of like, I want Unchen back. I am upset that Unchen is not here. I don't like it. Give me back my prince, hug. Yeah. <laughs> CB is just kind of, like, worried because he's been texting her and she hasn't yeah. been responding. And she's like, please, just give me one message that says you're okay. Sunki is kind of, like, doing his, like, still kind of angsty and still uncaring, but... I do actually care a little bit, whatever. I need my human garbage can back. Yeah, and Mr. Hong is just like, God, Hangul, you're an idiot. I step on her toe and scrape all the waffle batter into her <laughs> mouth. <laughs> like a trash can. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, so nobody is happy with Hangul, and lo and behold, who shows up? None other than Yuju. Just here to save everybody's problems in the best way. Yes. I actually even wrote down, she kind of also gets on his ass, too, because she, like, sits down and she's like, so, uh, like, where's Unchan? 
And he's like, mm-hmm. I fired him. I don't Fucking. Oh no! The, the way she brings it up to is like stone cold. Yes. Because she's like, "Hey, Hansung has a new girlfriend now. Where's Unchan?" Uh, yeah. Like, ooh. She literally is like, "Hansung has a new girlfriend," and he's like, "Oh, is it that girl from the the exhibit?" And yeah. she's like, "So where's Unchan?" Like just a, <laughs> just a big clue for him. Yeah. That he just whoosh over his head. Yes. So um. They're they're talking about uh Unchan, and she says, "Oh, I know how you feel." You miss him and you want to get over him at the same time. Yes. And I'm like, damn you, Jew. Damn you, Jew. Damn, SD. So she gives him uh, some advice. She's kind of like, oh, well, I once had a similar situation where, like, you know, someone, like, this whole thing with, like, her... I, I wrote it down. Okay, great, yeah. So she's like, if you're even contemplating that you want him back, then you need him. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't even be thinking about it. And it's like, she tells him this story about a fight she had with her gallerist in New York. Mm-hmm. And then, like, three months later, the gallerist calls her and is like, hey, 4 p.m. or 7 p.m.? And she's like, for what? And he's like, it's for a show. And she says, okay, 7 p.m. And it's this, like, beautiful piece of advice that's just like, hey, sometimes both of you just want to pretend like nothing happened. Yeah. And I One feel strange about it. First. Yeah, I feel strange about that kind of advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can talk about that kind of in our in our summary, yeah. in our conclusions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she gives him this advice and he takes her up on it like uh, almost word for word. Uh, before that, we do cut to uh, home where we see that Unchan is like trying to make herself, trying to do something, trying to make herself a busybody. Very much. She's like, just annoying her family. Yeah, she's nagging her sister. She's nagging her mom. She's. And they're both like, everyone. just go back to work. Yeah, and they're like, why? Go to the cafe. Freaking leave, leave us alone. God. <laughs> and she's like, whatever. And then she gets a call from Hangul, and he goes, hey, uh, black bean noodles, or I don't even remember what they're It was jajangmyeon or hangover soup, I think. Yeah. And she goes, uh, what, what? And he's like, just, which one? And she's like, all right, I guess black bean noodles, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And she, he's like, great, meet me at the same Chinese restaurant. I know, and it was so sweet. And then we just mm-hmm. cut to something that's clearly not jajangmyeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got this, like, pile of, like, meat that's, just like, fried meat. The most beautiful, overfull plate of sweet and sour pork yeah. I've ever seen. This might be my favorite episode just for that, like, food porn that's going on. Yes. And she's like, haha, you're not getting off that easy. Yeah. Like, I mean... Oh, yeah, he's like, why did, did you have to order the extra big special <laughs> plate? You couldn't get the regular order? And she's like, hey, I got him. It's yep. never enough, the regular. Also, <laughs> screwing you by getting your wallet. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so she's eating very happily, stuffing pork into her face, and he is just grinning and laughing and having a great time just watching her. And she's like, what? And he's like, how many pieces are you going to stuff in your mouth? And she's like, whatever. Yeah, like, more than they were angry, they're relieved to be back together. Yes, it's very much just kind of like they... They they both did want to call each other and see each other, but neither of them was going to. And now that Hangil has kind of, like, made that first move to be mm-hmm. like, hey, let's do it. They're both very happy to just be back in each other's presence again. And uh, Unchan pours him a little, little alcohol. And it's like, here you go, a drink. And he's like, uh, you want, what, you want to carry me, like, home again? And she's like, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. And she brings it to herself, and she glugs that. Which, uh, th- then she refills, and she's like, here, drink a little bit. Yeah, she's like, come on, just a little. And she he's like... She sips from it, and then puts it back on the Lazy Susan, and I'm like, oh shit, I know what that is. That's an indirect kiss. Ba ba ba. Ba ba ba. I was super hype about that. He takes one sip, 
immediately goes like, grabs his throat, and we cut to them just drunk on the streets. Jumping and singing, and it's like, the, the chorus of this song is, I know you have the hots for me. Oh, mine was, I know that you're in love with me. Oh. <laughs> mm, I think I feel like mine's a little I, more punk rock. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think I would uh, prefer yours... But I think that mine may be more accurately described. Mm, yeah. And they're both, like, they're going, they're like, stand by me, stand by me. Like, just uh, singing the song. Yes, they're literally, there's one point where they're pointing at each other being like, I know you fell in love with me. I know you fell in love with me. And he's like, I know, I, wait, you. <laughs> like, he fucks up the lyrics. So, yeah, they're they're drunk and they're singing. They're having a great time. They find this little, like, uh, floor fountain thing. Yeah, they're both wearing, like, white shirts with black pants. They look like a little boy band. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. So they're playing around in the water, they're splashing each other, they're having a great time, and once they've kind of, like, had their fill of fun, they start to finally talk about what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Hangul makes this comment that's like, hit me, hit me with all your strength. as hard as you can, just once. And she's like, I don't hit people without a reason to. I have discipline. Yeah. And then they they both kind of talk, and Hangul, like, uh, apologizes, uh, <laughs> Uh, they they just they kind of like ad- finally address to each other what was going on. Not yeah. fully because Hangul I don't think ever like actually calls her out for like what he said about Yuju, but she does kind of be like, hey, like I'm not my situation isn't something that I'm happy about, and that's cool. And he's like, I like he 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 shares what I talked about earlier where he's like I talk about it not because I'm making fun of you and not because I'm trying to call you out in front of people. It's because I think that you're really amazing for being able to do what you do. And he's like, I know that I, if I, he says something like if I, I could die and come back and I still wouldn't be able to do what you do. He starts talking about that and then he like cuts himself off mm-hmm. because uh, you can see like she's kind of just crying against the wall there. Yes. Which is very sad. And he's like, come on, punch me. I'll feel bad unless you punch me. Yeah. And she goes, Okay. She's like, right, and she smacks his. She like in. doesn't like let up. Like he gets a nosebleed, which yeah, is like if you're doing a free them. shot, you don't. You'd never go for the nose. We cut to them sitting, and she's like, "Wow, is your nose so weak that I hit it once and it bleeds?" And he's like, "Hey, God." <laughs> so um. He's like, "You should be my bodyguard." Yeah. And she's like, "I'm already sick of seeing you at work all the time." Yeah. And he goes, "Really?" And she like quiet, and he goes really like he just wants to know for real yeah and then she's like yeah i am and it's like come on all you had to say was no yeah come on uh she makes a comment though that's like sorry for hitting you so hard and making you bleed uh kind of like her because he in in the prior conversation he apologized and she never really did Mm. so even though she's not apologizing for exactly what she like the exact reasons we know that this is kind of her like i'm sorry it's a symbolic apology yeah it's a symbology Oh. Wait, no, that's another thing. Sympology. Sympology. <laughs> but yes, so uh, we, it, it's very much like, I know uh, in the past when we, we've talked about like all the things that happen in rom-coms, one of the things that I've mentioned is that one thing that rom-coms taught me is that everything happens because nobody talks to each other. It's because it's always misunderstanding. <laughs> yes. It's always, everyone has feelings, nobody just says them. And this is a very good moment of, even though it took a while for us to get there, uh, and even though it was uh, only, like, they had to get drunk a little before it happened, they did sit down and they talked about, like, hey. Yes. Like, this is what. Um, which I was like, yeah, good job, kids. 
proud of you. Mm-hmm. And then he does the, they do the hair blowing thing back and forth. Yes. Is... Oh, yes. Also, really quick, I just want to mention, before when they're all kind of like shitting on Han Gil, being like, bring Unchan back, they start, Harim starts blowing up his bangs at him, yes. being like, don't you miss this? Aggressively. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to like the next day where the Coffee Prince employees, their menu's in English now. Yeah. So CB's like, oh, she said strong. I thought she meant straw. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like this interesting little thing thrown in. And we can see Unshan showing up in the background. Oh yeah, we start back up on our like, how Rim is being like, man, wouldn't it be so nice if Unshan was here, huh, Hangul? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then they're making all these little comments and then she kind of like rolls up and is like, oh, I didn't know I was that great. <laughs> I didn't know you missed me that much. Yeah, and she's cool. She's got a shirt with sneakers on it. Oh yeah. And, and they run out, like, they're like, her. They're so happy. Except for Hangul, who, like, stays at the cart to actually provide service to their customers. Yeah, which, like, fair, good. Yeah. Thanks. Even um, Sungi gives this look, and it's, like, such a specific look that I know exactly what he was saying, and it's, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's very much like, uh, Harim is just kind of like, oh, thank God you're back, big hug, I love you, Unchad. And a CB is like, why didn't you respond to my texts? Oh, <laughs> and Unchad is like, you're being a little stalker. Yeah, uh, but, quit yeah. being a little creep. Yeah. God. Um, but yes, yeah, so she is, she's back, and everyone is happy that she's back, uh, including mm-hmm. Sunky, even though he might not outwardly show it. He is. Yes. Um, I think he makes a comment. He's just kind of like, hey, Unchan, can you cut some apples and bring them here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I, I might be missing a step here, but something happens between Han Gil. They're doing the downstairs thing again. And yes, yes. Okay, so uh, she's uh, got a waffle to deliver, and he's kind of like, ah, oh, Unchen is back. It's time to re revisit my picking on her by flirting by picking on her. Mm-hmm. And he's like doing the thing where he's like, oh, you can't get past. And Unchen is like, come on, go while the waffle's gonna get cold. I got gotta deliver this waffle to the customer. It's not gonna be good if I wait too long. And then and, like, CB steps in. CB rolls up, and he's like, hey, stop. Bullying Un- I've noticed that you've been bullying Unchan, and I don't like you. Stop yeah. it. The way he says it, he's like, hey, you're bullying her so much that she's just watching out for you all the time and won't <laughs> stop looking at you. Yeah. And you're always looking for her so you can bully her. He misreads everything. That's whack. <laughs> and then it's uh, Mr. Hong rolls by, and he's like, idiot yeah it's not called bullying it's called playing around it's a love quarrel yeah god and cb is like booked and then we cut to unchan like rehearsing asking hangul out yes she's like hey you want to get some cute. dinner oh my scooter's not working maybe you could give me a ride home in your car and we could get some food and like hang out yeah and, and it's kiss. so pure <laughs> god i'm i'm getting a little like my heart uh, that was very cute. Yeah. And uh, he leaves in a big hurry. Oh, yeah. He comes out and he's sprinting and she's kind of like, hey, want get food? And he's like, not right now. And he speeds out. Yeah. And the first thing I thought was, oh, shit, something's wrong with grandma. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we find out like seconds later uh, from yeah. Harim, I think. She, because Unchan turns around and she's like, what's his deal? And Harim is like, his grandma collapsed. And then cut to hospital Grandma's in a like a hospital bed. She's unconscious. Mom yeah. is there. Hangul is kind of like looking on through the window. Through the window, which is a legitimately scary shot. Yeah. Like having been in a hospital recently and just like you see through that window like just all kinds of shit that you're never prepared to see. Mm-hmm. And it was completely upsetting. And then just like seeing him having to look at somebody who he loves. Yeah. Like through that window. It was, like, a, a very jarring moment in the context of the story. Yes. It also just puts everything into a much wider perspective. Mm-hmm. Because in the same way that Unchan's like, because my dad died, 
there's like this looming uh threat of death over grandma now yeah and it can it just puts everything they were arguing about into such a smaller box yeah that it's like none of this was as important as i thought it was yeah so yeah we we have this like no dialogue kind of like shot of of that and we just see that she's in the hospital and she's unconscious. And then we cut to Unchan waiting outside of uh, Hung Gil's like apartment complex. And so she's kind of like sitting there and she like gets up to leave and then she's like, mm, no. And then she like ends up running inside. She runs up to his door. She knocks on the door and he opens it. And she's like, hey, I I, I was trying to I was trying to like call you. I I just wanted to know if everything's okay. If like your grandma's okay. And Hung Gil's just kind of like, come in, come in. Uh, so yeah. He's explaining the, uh, situation to her. Yes. He's like, my grandma is in the last stage of stomach cancer. Yes. He didn't even say late stage in my translation. Which he said last in mine too. Last stage. He, he was, it was like, she's in the last stage. There's, and Unchan was like, oh, well, what about like getting surgery? And he's like, no, it's, it's, there isn't a surgery to fix this. No, yeah, because of her age and yeah. also, uh, just the progression. Yeah. And... He starts opening up, like, unprompted, which is, like, in those situations, yeah, you do just kind of start talking. Yeah. So, like, the actor... I'm gonna keep complimenting him, because I also saw him in Train to Busan recently. Yes, okay. We're, we need to finish this, but we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll do, like, a cool little after thing. Yeah. So, uh, he just starts beating himself up. Yeah. Like, I've never seen someone do it before. He says, I I'm so dumb. I should have known. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, there's no way. And then yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, yeah, my grandma, who normally spoils me, I should have known when she was setting up all these blind dates and trying to give me coffee prints as, like, a responsibility that there was something going on. Yeah. And it's like, poor guy. And Unchan going back to the, the car rescue scene or the hospital scene, she says, you can cry if you want. Yes. Like, you don't have to not be vulnerable around me. Yeah, she's like, you know, if you want to cry, do it. And then he just comes in with the, I hate myself and I feel selfish. Yeah. In which she responds, like... She takes, a, like, a, a big pause or, like, kind of bites her lip a little bit and thinks and goes, like, so you want me to make you feel better? Mm -hmm. And she just crosses over to him and just straight up kisses him. Yep. And I was I was so shocked by this. I, I really couldn't, like, believe how abrupt. Yeah. Like, what th at this point in the show, this is episode seven. We're less than halfway. Like, mm -hmm. just barely almost there. And, like, I I don't know how things are going to progress. Yeah. It's It's crazy and he closes his eyes yeah which call back to everything at the beginning Boom. like closing his eyes that means he's like not acquiescing he's just kind of giving himself over to it yes we, it, this this kiss very much comes out of left field i i remember watching this for the first time being like what and even now i really wrote down unchan what um yeah she yeah she she's like oh you want me to cheer you up make you feel better and he's kind of like mm. And then uh, she just crosses over, takes his face and kisses him. And just in the context of everything that has happened and like after, you know, after this like big emotional moment, it's just very much like, wh whoa, what? Yeah. <sighs> there, there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of like grief and romance overlapping. Yeah. yeah. Is strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like poetry where you just put two things together and see how that makes you feel. Yeah. Like here we have late stage stomach cancer and also, uh, from one perspective, uh, heterosexual and from one perspective, homosexual kiss. Mm. And 
the fact that he closes his eyes as opposed to the beginning. Yeah. Like, is he okay with it now? Is this an appropriate time to even be doing this? Yes. Are your romantic feelings for him kind of overshadowing the role that you might need to have as a friend and just being supportive right now? Yeah, my first reaction was very much just kind of like, is this the right time, Unchan? <laughs> yeah. Um, my, my initial reaction, I remember the first time I watched it too, was just kind of like, whoa, wait, whoa, no, this is not the, this is not the time for the 360 pan kiss swell of romantic music, uh-uh, like. Yeah, and like, this is, I'm so curious to see how the next episode starts. Yeah. I'm so curious to see how they go from here mm -hmm. with the whole, uh, I'm secretly a girl thing. Yeah. Because in light of like everything that's happening, that seems like it's been minimized. Mm-hmm. Like, his current feelings are so much bigger than, oh, I found out my employee was cross-dressing. Yes. I, yes. Um, I'm very interested to, I, I know, you know, obviously I've seen this, so I know, I know what happens, but I'm, I'm very interested to see your reaction in the, in the coming episodes of what they explore and what kind of gets, like, pushed to the foreground and what gets pushed to the background. Yeah, yeah, like what, because, uh... I, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but we get our first, like, inclination of how much time has passed in this episode because it's the one-month anniversary gift. Yes. So that's, we're a third of the way through the trial period for Coffee Prince as set forth by Grandma. Yes. And now Grandma's, like, in jeopardy, and we don't know what's going to happen with that. And also, like, things are progressing very quickly in this Hong-gyul Unchan relationship now. Not to mention when uh, Yuju came and talked to Hong-gyul, before they got into the emotional talk, she handed him kind of, like, some papers and was just kind of like, oh, just look over this and, like, give him a call if you want and set up an appointment. Mm -hmm. So we're... It's very vague, but we know that he is thinking about, like, going to America and wanting to do something else, and, like, this coffee thing for him is just kind of like a, he's got to do it right now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's very much just kind of like, where are we going? Like, what happens next? This is a, this is a pre-mid-season shake-up. Yeah. Like... The, the I really feel like we've reached a point where the rest of the episodes are not going to resemble the first half in the way that you would expect. Mm -hmm. uh, but we kind of got into our closing thoughts as yeah. well. Uh, is there it's anything like else? It was a natural transition yeah. to the closing thoughts. Is there anything else you wanted to add about just this episode rewatching in particular? Um. Yeah. As far as this one, I I don't have any any like anything. I know I was talking to you before we sat down because we were talking about our notes and I mentioned that I have a lot less notes and I think it's because this episode is a lot of things that I kind of like knew like uh, kind of like how we've been getting those like short bursts of um like uh plot and like things for different characters for you I know it's a lot of like kind of like vague like oh what is that but for me that's very much just kind of like reminding me of this thing so mm -hmm. when it does enter later and we learn more about it like with uh Sunky this episode where we kind yes. of find out more for me, last episode, when they kind of, like, brought it up a little, I was like, oh, yes, that's right, that's this. So, like, when it was actually addressed, I was kind of like, I already knew that this was coming. I already know what this is about. Um, so, yeah, this episode for me was very much a lot of, a lot of things that I kind of knew were coming and that I, it was more, it was more like I'm very, I was interested to see what you were going to think because I already knew, like, all of the things. So, yeah, hearing them from somebody who has watched it for the first time is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is big shocking. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm almost at a loss for like what else I can say other yeah. than like, it really, this is not the show that was advertised. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I know we've talked about, like, the roller coaster of emotions that happens in, uh, these shows, in this genre specifically, but yeah, there's, there have been quite a couple times where I've watched something and been like, oh, the setup plot is this one thing, and then next thing I know we're getting into something that I completely didn't expect. No, this has completely, like, subverted my expectations for the, the arc of the series. Uh Uh-huh. So, I, I just, so curious... I, I almost really just want to get into my prediction for next time. Because oh. I have a lot to say about that. Alright, yeah, go ahead. What do you think what do you think happens episode eight? So I think in episode eight, uh I, I shouldn't even say I think, because at this point it's more of a, a hope for me. Uh-huh. Because I would really just like to see uh Hangyul goes like, what the hell was that about, Unchan? Like, you're my employee. This is kind of wrong. Mm-hmm. And she goes, listen, I'm a girl, and I have feelings for you. Ah. And, like, I'm pretty sure you have them too, you big dummy. And then I would just kind of like, if they agree to, like, start going out or dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, a lot, like, there's some amount of attention given to, like, Unchan meeting his family and finding out, like, what's going on there and, like, making sure that Grandma sees that, like, He's going to have somebody there who helps pull him out of his own ass. <laughs> and, like, Yuju feels like she's peeling away from Hansung of her own accord. Mm-hmm. Which is great for her character because mm-hmm. she's realizing what she wanted isn't really what she thought she wanted. Yeah. It's not being redirected at Hangyul because mm-hmm. she's better than that. And, like, I just want to see these things kind of drift away from where they were set up in the first episodes. Uh-huh. And we're going to reconfigure uh, just a, a big exchange of roles and relationships. It's a very hopeful episode eight. I have a lot of hope for it. Really? Yeah. Just the idea of, like, listen, we lay it all on the, all on the table right no, I now. know, I know it's an uphill battle, because yeah. nobody ever sits down and is like, hey, but at this point, there's no way I feel like Unchan as a character can not reveal this information Mm. i feel like she has no choice but to be like listen i'm a chick i lied to you i'm sorry yeah but i really like you and i'm so sorry that this is happening to you yeah and this is how i thought i could make you feel better which is its own thing like we talked about yeah yeah but god if he just throws her out of the apartment and prays the gay away (laughs) then yeah i'm gonna be sorely pissed (sighs) man well Episode 8 is next. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. This was episode 7. Grandma's going to heaven. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Grandma. Oh, bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye, Grandma. Bye, Grandma.